We are in Nairobi's biggest slum, Kibera, where about one million people live. In one of the hectic main streets, in between a shoe shop and a kiosk, is a shop called Mzungu Reloaded, where piles of mattresses and bags are for sale. Owner Wycliffe named the shop after himself. Mzungu means white person in Swahili. It's how they refer to tourists and other white-skinned foreigners. But Wycliffe is not a real Mzungu. He has albinism. In Africa, people with albinism stick out more than anywhere else in the world. Besides discrimination, they deal with skin problems due to the hot sun and limited eyesight. Wycliffe therefore wears a hat and glasses. He decided to use his skin color as a trademark in Kibera and named his business after it. Uh, I decided to call that name because most people were calling me according to my nature because I, they, I resemble like Muzungu. So where I go, they call me Muzungu, Muzungu, Muzungu. So when I got some money, I thought, what the trademark that can I put for my business to continue well? Because some people don't know my name, they like calling me Muzungu, and uh, on my side, there's no, they don't call me with bad intention. I thought of that name because... Most of the community people are, they are the ones who started calling me that name, so I used it as my trademark. Wycliffe is a beneficiary of the Economic Empowerment Program, one of the projects from the Kenya Albinism Society, an advocacy organization spreading awareness about albinism and creating equal opportunities. One of their employees, Daniel Moy, who looks like a fashionable Congolese sapper with his fancy hat and pink blouse, also has albinism. He explains how important it is for people with albinism to have ordinary jobs and businesses to feel part of society. I speak with him on the terrace of a coffee shop in downtown Nairobi. Maybe in Tanzania and uh, other neighboring countries, pe uh, people are being killed. Uh, compared to Kenya, people are not being killed, but they are being discriminated in terms of jobs. You'll find a person with albinism has all the documents that requires to get a job. Person who is in the office will look at the person and feel like this person we can't work with him or her in this office and will be denied the job however much this person has all the documents. So we feel like we are discriminated, we are not given that chance, we are not given that opportunity to work like any other person. Persons with albinism, because of uh, from the start, they are not given. Uh, proper education. Most of them, they are not given proper education because of that uh, discrimination, stigmatization. Uh, we came up with this project to, to empower them to start their own business and to be independent because we realize that when they start their own business and when they are independent, they are able to start their own families, they are able to stand on their own, they are able to help themselves and feel in the society that we are able to work like any other person. And that is why we came up with this project, Economic Empowerment to Persons with Albinism. We tried to train them on how they can be self-reliant, on how they can start their own business, on how they can manage their business, and how they, through that business, how they can help their families and all that. The project is successful at helping to integrate people with albinism into Kenyan society. But even though Kenya can seem like a paradise for people with albinism, compared to neighboring Tanzania, some prejudices and beliefs remain, as Daniel explains. People think persons with albinism don't die, they vanish. That is one thing. Second, they think that uh, when you sleep with a person with albinism, you'll be cured 
of HIV AIDS. And then third, they believe that uh, a person with albinism, when you have that body part of a person with albinism, you will be rich and all that. That is what people believe. But that's just a myth. It's not true. Daniel asks people to stop staring. He would prefer it if they asked questions. His organization's motto is, don't stare, ask. We came up with this word after realizing people are asking so many questions about persons with albinism, but they don't ask us. They were just asking themselves and not getting answers. So well, you would just meet people calling you, how are you, Mzungu? And uh, I was like to explain to them, I'm not a Mzungu, I'm a person with albinism. The only difference is uh, the skin color, but I'm just a normal person. So that is why we came up with this uh, uh, slogan, don't just stare. Back in Kibera, at Wycliffe's Mzungu Reloaded shop, a customer comes in looking for a new mattress. While hooting Boda Bodas pass by looking for passengers and his neighbors listen to loud radio, Wycliffe does his utmost to convince the young man to buy his goods. Sometimes, for people like Wycliffe, the only way to get ahead is to start their own business. I had very many challenges because getting a job was very was a very big problem. And uh, in fact, people didn't, uh, some people didn't accept me. They were, they were seeing as if I cannot do any work. So I, got, I went to very many uh, companies, I went to very many places. They were not accepting me. So only a few places were accepting me, but they were, they, where I was getting opportunities, it was not, uh, I was not being paid well. It has enabled me to, to do very well, and it, it has enabled me now to cater for my family very well. It has enabled me now to get my daily bread. The business has enabled me now to even to purchase, a, to get a house in the form of mortgage in Kibera because now I stay now and I'm, I'm on a better house because I, I used to stay in a very bad conditioned house. But now through the business, I have now a big house, a well uh, refurbished house in the, in the slum. The awareness among Kenyans about people with albinism has grown over the last couple of years. Besides the work of the Albinism Society, the government has been working hard to change things too. People with albinism now get subsidized sunscreen to protect their skin, long sleeve t-shirts and glasses, for example. We are now on our way to Makadara, in the east of Nairobi, where we will meet another young businessman. His shop, where he sells products such as eggs, bread and sugar, is located in a quieter street. Children are playing, it's holiday time. Just like Wycliffe, Francis wears a hat and glasses. I speak with him through the bars of the small dark shop. It's accepting myself the way I am and believing in myself that I can, I can. Like Obama said, yes, we can. Although Francis struggled at first, he's now started offering money transfers too, and his business is growing. They are just coming. Even they are leaving their money, I do transactions for them. I'm dealing with something to do with transaction through phone, like paying rent, paying parking fee, through, through phone. So they are trusting me with their money. 
I can't say I have encountered any discrimination. But that feeling of security and acceptance evaporates if he were to step outside Kenya's boundaries, explains Daniel. I can say that uh, in Kenya we are safe. It, uh, we have good country. We are through empowerment, through creation of awareness. People have known about albinism. When a child is born with albinism, the community comes in and takes care of that child. And that's why I feel I'm secured in the country. I'm not like uh, when I was young, when I used to hear that persons with albinism are being taken to neighboring country or uh, uh, maybe persons with albinism are being killed. I'm not scared about that right now. I feel I'm secured in the country. Back in Kibera, Wycliffe feels similar to Francis. For example, in Kibera here where I'm doing business, people don't see me as human, as a person with albinism. They see me as what I can do. And they will see me as a very wonderful person and a good person and a, a productive person. So, and so it is very important to accept yourself as a person with albinism. So long as you are confident with whatever you are doing, people will also be confident with you. But if you are a coward, people will also be a coward of you. In Makadara, Francis rides away on his wobbly transport bike, carrying breads and eggs for delivery through the muddy streets. His neighbors raising their hands to greet him. Using a mixture of fighting against prejudice and self-acceptance, Wycliffe and Francis have shown that living with albinism in Africa doesn't have to make life too different from their compatriots. Eva de Vries for DW in Nairobi, Kenya.